I just remember Joey pacing the floor, just pacing the floor. How are we going to get to a million? How many heat pumps do we need to sell? How are we going to do this? So the fact that we're even talking today about our first million dollar month, it's very humbling for me because it's taken a lot to get to that. You're listening to Toolbox for the Trades, brought to you by Service Titan, a podcast for top service professionals where we interview leaders for their best tips and tricks of the trades. Learn how industry trailblazers stay ahead of the competition and how you too can be at the forefront of an industry. Let's jump in. Hello, contractors, and welcome to Toolbox for the Trades. Today's guest is the Vice President of Rogers Heating and Cooling in South Boston, Virginia, Alyssa Rogers. Alyssa is a total hype woman, and I hope you find her energy and enthusiasm as infectious as I did. We spoke about how Alyssa and her husband grew the family business from three to 32 employees in just a few short years, how she helps employees grow out of their seat, and the company's goal of becoming a national brand. Enjoy. Alyssa Rogers, you are the Vice President of Rogers Heating and Cooling in South Boston, Virginia. I am so excited to chat with you today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Oh, well, thank you. It's an honor to be here with you. You've got such an incredible story, and I can't wait to get into it. But we're going to kick off the show the way we do every single one, which is how did you get into the trades? I married into the trades. I would not be sitting here today if I hadn't married into the trades. I met my husband, Joey Rogers, and I had just graduated college, wanted to get into the corporate world, and uh, met him. He was in the trades. He's been in the trades majority of his life. So he introduced me to it, and here I am today. That is so awesome. And obviously we've had a bunch of husband and wife duos come on the show before, and I really make a concerted effort to highlight women in the trades and a lot of them married into the industry. Yes. Uh, so you're in great company here at Toolbox for the trades. When we first spoke, you talked about how you had these aspirations to climb the corporate ladder. And right. I want to know what is it that Joey said to you that got you to join Rogers? Well, well yes, I did have um, all intentions of climbing the corporate ladder. And I was doing that for a few years before joining Rogers. So I had a bit of a marketing background and I was working in sales and marketing and um, project management. And he came home. I knew that he wanted to grow the family business because it was um, just a couple of employees. And so he was learning the ropes and really wanting to expand. We didn't have wrapped vehicles at the time. So he came home one night and said, Alyssa, I have this great brand. I talked to this marketing agency, take a look at this. And he showed me what Rogers Heating and Cooling was going to look like. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was really, really bad. And I told him, I said, oh my gosh, you need my help. And he said, yes, I do. And I need you to join Rogers and be part of this movement. And so I said, oh my gosh, I, it, it was not even on my radar, really. I mean, I had thought about it sometimes, but I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm doing really well. And I have these goals where I currently am. 
And then he just, you know, he's, he convinced me. So the brand you see today was not the one he originally brought to me. I, you know, had to reach out to some agencies and, and get the brand that we have today. So that's how I got into it. He, he convinced me and I wouldn't have it any other way now. So I just thought of this idea, but wouldn't it be a fun, like April Fool's joke, if you like change your Facebook branding back to your old, old logo and told your followers, like, we got a new logo. What do you think? Like, I feel like that would make a pretty cool, um, April Fool's thing. Uh, it could be really fun. So you and Joey took over from your father-in-law in July, 2017. And since that you've grown from three to 32 team members. Congratulations. You're also pacing to hit your first million dollar month in 2023. So how did you do it? We were at about $800,000 in revenue for 2017. I just remember Joey pacing the floor, just pacing. It was in our old house, in our kitchen, just pacing the floor. How are we going to get to a million? How many heat pumps do we need to sell? How are we going to do this? So the fact that we're even talking today about our first million dollar month, it's um, very humbling for me because uh, it, it's taken a lot to get to that. But you know, it's, it's just taken a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. I mean, a million dollars in revenue in our first month and getting from three employees to 32 employees. It's just an honor. It's an honor to have these people surrounding us and getting to come see their smiling faces every day is just really amazing for me and helping them achieve their goals. That's huge for us here. That's so awesome. I love how you focus on humility. And I have a feeling that that's going to be a pretty big theme throughout today's episode. So going back to this moment where Joey's like pacing the room, right? And when you actually got into the business, when you got your hands on the business, what were some of the things that you decided to tackle first? What were some of the obstacles or challenges that you had to overcome? So we released the brand in January of 2018. We were, we're in a small rural community. So you know, fully wrapped vehicles just were not a thing in, in any industry around our area. It just wasn't a known thing. So wrapping the vehicles was huge for us. It made a statement in our community. People thought we were a new company. And although the company had been open since 1996, they just weren't used to seeing these bright, colorful vehicles all over the place and thought we were new to town. But providing opportunities, we're in a small town we have been able to provide opportunities to individuals that they never thought were available to them in an area like this. And I think that's a lot of how we've gotten to where we are today, because culture is very important to us. Providing opportunities to people is very, very important to us in making sure that they know that they can come here with no experience and become a manager, a leader in the company. We are still small enough at 32 employees where Joey and I are here every single day and they get to work with us. We have an amazing, outstanding leadership team that lead our departments that they get to work with every single day and be sponges. And we know that, you know, it's very big here um, growing out of your seat. I preach it from the rooftops all the time to everyone that comes here. I want everyone to grow out of their seat. And they look at me kind of crazy. Like, what does that mean? I grow out of my seat. And it's not really known, you know, a lot 
because people think I'm going to get a job. I'm going to go home every day. I'm going to, you know, get a couple raises here and there. But there's it's so much more than that. And we can offer so much more than that to individuals and knowing I want people coming to me saying they want my seat because there are seats I want uh, to achieve. There is, you know, I want to move out of mine and I want people to know that they need to open up opportunities to others. And so I think that making sure that they know that and having people come here with no experience and grow into leadership positions is here. I mean, our entire, almost our entire leadership team came here with zero experience in the trades. And here we are three years later and um, well, for some of them, three, four years later that they've been here, um, they're leading departments and they came here with no experience. So the opportunities are here. And I think that's been a huge reason why we are where we are today, because we do provide those opportunities for everyone. The first thing that got my attention is that you really wanted to provide opportunities for folks who are in rural areas who sometimes yeah. don't get the opportunities that you're talking about. And this actually reminds me of an episode I did a while back with Russell Fur, who's also in a smaller community. And he said, people are always going to DC to get the job or they're going to the big, you know, the nearby city to get the job, but I want them to come here by me. He talked about how that was like a great rec recruiting tool because there are people in the trades that don't want to commute into big cities yes. and who would prefer to be in their local communities. Also, you said your leadership team is outstanding. And when they started at Rogers, they had zero experience in the trades. That is just, that is really phenomenal. 95, I would even say 97% of our team of the 32 people here came here with zero experience. And so that is also humbling that they, every time we send an offer letter out still to this day, I just get so giddy because, and they accept when they accept, I'm just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, they're coming to work at Rogers. They, they signed the paper. I'm just so excited and humbled every single time someone joins the team because I just, I'm a hype man. I like, I love to hype people up and um, see people succeed. And so it's just so exciting to me every time um, someone accepts a position here and knowing that we can, you know, give them the experience and show them what it's like to be a professional and what it's, what opportunities are, you know, presented to them in the trades that people don't realize. Uh, yeah. I want to get into all of that. And by the way, I can totally see that you are a hype woman. Your energy is infectious and I can yeah. definitely see how that would translate to your team. But before we talk about that, I want, I'm still stuck yeah. on your incredible leadership team who had zero experience in the trades before they <laughs> came to Rogers. Can you tell me the story of someone on your leadership team who came in totally green and how they grew to where they are today? There are actually three that come to mind. I'll be very quick about each of them. So we have Justin Lloyd, who is our sales lead, sales manager. He came here with a radio background, didn't even really know what a SEER rating was or anything. And he wanted to give sales a try. He is 100% commission and has been since day one. We do like ring ceremonies and everything that you get championship rings for every million dollars that you sell. And he has a $3 million sales ring and he has been with us since 2021. So he just hit his two years here. And so he is killing it. He was in radio and, uh, and now he's 
selling like crazy and leading that department and, you know, helping others achieve. So he grew out of his seat. Now he has other comfort advisors that he is leading. And then we have Dale Saunders and Bruce. Dale is our service manager. Bruce Terrell is our install manager. They came here with no experience and they started as service technicians. Bruce's, uh, his three-year anniversary is tomorrow. And they came, they had no experience. We put them in a truck. And these were in the early days when they started where it's, you sign the paper, you get in a truck and figure it out kind of thing. We didn't really have any onboarding or good processes in place for them. And they worked a ton of hours, seven days a week, helping us out in the field and just helping us figure it out along the way. And they are now leading departments and leading them better than Joey and I ever could and ever did. So we're just really, really thankful to have them and, and we're their, their hype men and, and they're ours. And we're just really thankful to have them. That is freaking awesome. Uh, one thing I have to point out, uh, so I was a guest on the podcast from the yellow chair by lemon seed marketing a few days ago. And they asked me, Jackie, if you were to start a service business tomorrow, what would you do? Yeah. And I said, I would get all of my friends who are entertainers, actors, comedians, and I would teach them how to sell. And when you talked about the person who came from radio, that is just like a prime example of you can teach the equipment, you can teach the trades and the technology, you can teach the technical skills, but man, like when you find someone who has charisma, who has a way with customers, that's invaluable. And you can, you can find that I think pretty much anywhere. Oh, it's amazing. And then with your team too, and we talk a lot about a movement and, you know, it's a big goal of Rogers. We, you know, want to be a household name in the home services industry across America. That's a huge goal. And um, I can talk a lot about that as far as um, speaking things into existence and making those goals happen. But, you know, when you put yourself out there and you open yourself up to bringing other people in and collaborating, we have one of our leadership team members that just started with us. This is her first month here, but she's been with us, we like to say, for a year and a half because we were actually able to, she was our power selling pros coach for our CSRs. An opportunity opened up here for her to run our opportunity uh, center. And so we were able, she just started with us a month ago and she is moved here, you know, from Mississippi, Sabrine moved here from Mississippi to this small town and she's leading our opportunity center. So it's amazing what can happen when you really open yourself up and provide those opportunities and talk to people and talk things into existence and let people know what opportunities are out there. They come to you. We're just so honored to have the team that we have. Talking things into existence. Uh, We are going to get to that too, I promise. But before we do, I want to circle back to this idea of growing out of your seat. And you've said this a couple of times, but I just want to highlight, bold, underline, italicize this idea of joining the Rogers movement. And I think that's such a beautiful way to refer to the goal that you, Joey, and your team are working towards. I think how we speak every day with our team members, with our partners, with our with our folks that we're just meeting in this industry can really leave an impression. And you're one of the first people I've ever interviewed on the show who referred to hiring not as joining the company, but as joining a movement. And you, I think you said it when we first spoke, this sounds a little culty, but it's memorable, right? So going back to this idea of helping team members grow out of their seats, So tell me, how does this all tie in with goal setting for different roles within the company? 
early on, we realized, of course, we knew we wanted to grow. And so growth and grow were the, it was the most common used word here at Rogers. And then we realized really quickly, we kept talking about that, but what does that mean to someone walking in or coming into our organization? Does it like, what does growth mean? Okay, you're going to grow. What is that, you know, by 2%, 10%, what does that mean for me? So we realized really quickly that we needed to explain that better. And how we did that is we want to know what everyone's personal, professional, and financial goals are. What are they? What do they want to achieve? And writing out for them. So the first training I ever did uh, centered around this at our organization is I wrote down our org chart. And I put everyone's names of, you know, where they were now. And then all of the openings that were to come in the coming years. And they could see those gaps of the opportunity that was there and then letting them know that we're growing. So what they see there, it could change and it could, you know, we could implement some different uh, roles and responsibilities, but there is opportunity here. And so we started having the conversations of what are your personal goals? What are your professional goals? What are your financial goals? And how can we get you there? Because, you know, our ultimate CEO are our customers. We have to do, you know, everything that they need us to do. We have to be there for them because without our customers, we'd have nobody. And so a lot of them could think, oh, Joey and you and this, and you know, no, it's our customers. They're the ones that dictate, you know, how the business is running and how it grows. So how are we going to serve them? And so putting that on paper and letting them know there is opportunity here and I don't want anyone coming in here in this seat, whatever they're coming into, and staying there forever. Because to be a household name in the home services industry across America, we can't just stay in the same seat forever. We've, we've got to be growing and we've got to be moving and shaking. And everyone's capable of that. And everyone that joins this movement we know that they are capable of way more than they come in, you know, in the role that they're in. And we want to get them uh, to their full potential. I I'm just thinking about how proactive you were at that moment. Not a lot of people know to do that, to figure out, okay, these are the roles that we think we're going to have to hire for, what we're pacing to hire for. Being able to put that up, show that to your employees and say, hey, these are the opportunities that are going to open up within this company. Just keep that in mind if that's something that you want to achieve. Did you go through any type of um, intensive business planning to roadmap this future org chart? Sure. So in the beginning, and I mean, it's probably the one of the biggest lessons that Joey and I have learned along this journey is in the beginning, we thought we had to invent everything, figure it all out on our own. We were just kind of going, learning as we go and figuring it out as we go. And then we found um, right before the world shut down, Service Nation. They helped us a lot. The mentorship from them was huge and really helped us get to the next level and know that we didn't have to reinvent everything. And there were processes out there and there were people willing to share those processes with us so we could implement them at our our facility. And then um, just within the last year, we have um, worked a lot with the 10X Community Cardone Ventures on really growing our business even bigger than um, we could ever imagine. And so 
those two organizations have been instrumental in getting us to where we are today and with their help and guidance and learning really quickly when you surround yourself with people that know more than you, it'll help you raise your leadership lid, you know, greatly. And, and having people to look up to, listening to podcasts, Toolbox for the Trades. I'm a listener. I was honored to be asked to come on here because I was kind of in awe because I do listen. And, um, you know, podcasts, even, you know, they're, they're a free resource. And you're surrounding yourself with so many like-minded people through podcasts that, you know, it really does grow you personally and professionally. Well, thank you so much for being a listener. Truly, I am always so humbled when I reach out to folks in the Service Titan community to be on the show and find out that they already listened to Toolbox for the Trades. And actually, you were referred to me by our Torch Network, which is this group of customers that are really engaged in our process and growth here at Service Titan. And they work with us to create content and to give referrals to other customers. And the fact that they referred me to you just shows how you took initiative to get more involved with the contracting network available to you within Service Titan and to connect with as many people as you can. A hundred percent. And I mean, just taking advantage of every opportunity and never, you know, Never taking, this is very important to me and I preach this within our organization, email is so important because you can think that you're inundated with so many emails and, you know, you never know what's going to come through your emails. And that could be a marketing email that you think is just like another marketing email that gets sent out to thousands of people. But there could be a call to action in there where you can sign up for something. You can sign up for a free training. You can watch a free webinar. You can join um, a group like the Torch Network and look at where I am today, all from just, you know, staying on top of those things and taking advantage of opportunities that come across my desk that I didn't even really know at the time was an opportunity. So, and then, you know, Service Titan, I mean, it's been huge for our organization and we don't talk about it as much as we should because we could definitely not be tracking what we're tracking today and knowing our leadership team couldn't be as successful as they are without having Service Titan as a huge part of our organization and knowing that we're going to grow to a massive organization and have uh, a software program that can come with us on that journey and fulfill every need you know, for that come for the company. Uh, so that that's been very instrumental in our sales and it's going to help us hit our first million dollar month. I am just, I'm really happy to hear that. You know, I've mentioned this before. I've said it a lot in my personal life and I'm sure I've said it on the podcast already, but I've worked for so many software companies in my tech career. And it's always humbling for me to talk with customers like you and hear that the company I work for actually provides value. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Now let's talk about speaking things into existence. Uh, you said we want Rogers to be a national HVAC brand. So talk to me about how you like to speak things into existence and how for you, no goal is too large. Yeah, it's very big um, for, for me, for everyone here, because how do we know in leading, you know, the amount of people that we lead how do we know where they want to go if they don't talk about it? 
And being the the hype woman saying, you got this, you can do this. No goal is too large. And I learned a huge lesson uh, when I was in the corporate world. My first job out of college, it was in marketing. It was for a health system. And I was very lucky. I was young, 22 years old. And I was very lucky to work with a great manager who had a lot of experience. And she really taught me how to be a professional. But I also got to work alongside the CEO of the health system at the time and uh, got to know him well. And he was the type of leader that walked around a lot. He knew everyone. So he would sit down in my office on a regular basis and talk to me. And I mean, I felt comfortable talking to him, but I guess not enough because he would always ask me like, how are you doing? How are things going? And I'd always say, oh, things are great. You know, I love my job. Everything's fine. I'm good. And then when I started looking at other opportunities, because I got to a point where I wanted to grow and I wanted to do more and didn't really see that for me at the health system. And it all is because I probably didn't talk about it enough. Uh, The day I put my notice in, uh, the first call I got was from the CEO of the health system. And he pulled me down to his office and he sat me down and said, Alyssa, why didn't you tell me? I said, what do you mean? And he said, you never told me that you were unhappy, that you wanted more opportunities. You always told me you were fine. Everything was good. You were happy where you were. So I didn't know that you wanted more at this moment in your life. And I didn't know what your goals were. So I always have taken that with me throughout my entire life. And I ended up leaving and going to the next opportunity. Um, which was the stepping stone to getting here. But I've taken that with me and I've always talked about what I want, what my goals are, because if I don't talk about them, no one's going to know that that's what I'm trying to achieve. So how is it going to happen if I'm not willing to talk about it? And so I talk to our team a lot about that too, because I want them to be able to talk about their goals. And there's no goal too small or too large, I should say. There's no goal too large for them to want to achieve. And so we write them down. We cheer each other on. Um, Everyone here can tell you that we're going to be a national brand. We're going to be a household name. And that could seem huge. We have a Rogers model jet in our office that everyone can see. We don't have a a jet yet, but that's a goal. And we're going to look at that every day. And we're going to speak that into existence. And we're going to talk like we have one. So when we do have it, we can celebrate it. So it's just really important to us to always talk about where we're growing. And I know I can walk into any department right now and ask them what their goal is. And they're going to tell me what their goal is for the day, for the week, for the year. I was just talking to a service technician this morning and I said, what is your goal for the week? And, you know, he told me. And when he hits that, we celebrate it. I said, okay, I'm going to be keeping tabs on that. So when he hits it, I can call him and I can talk to him about it and we can cheer each other on. I love that. And I also just love the foresight you have with sharing the way of thinking, sharing that way of thinking with your team, because what happened to you when you were 22 with your boss, you don't want happening to you now as a leader. Yeah. I never want anyone walking in here and saying, you know, I'm going to a different company or I'm going here or there. And I didn't know that they were unhappy because then I haven't done my job. Right. And, and I need to make sure that I know where everyone wants to grow to and that we are supplying them all the resources they need to do their job well and to grow. And so I always want to make sure that I'm very open with them and they know that they can come talk to anyone and we can help them achieve that. 
What is the hardest lesson you've learned since transitioning from the corporate world to becoming a service entrepreneur? In the corporate world, you know, everything is very processed out and you get the job and there have been hundreds, maybe thousands of people that have done it before you and are currently in that role. And so it's pretty much laid out of you do this and this and you just get really good at this and then you can move on to the next step. The service world is not like that. Um, and being a service entrepreneur and growing this business, we're learning every day. We talk a lot about processes, and that's by far one of the hardest things to do is create processes. You know, you would think, oh, you just write down what you do every day. Like, who is really writing down what they do every day? It's like the hardest thing, but the easiest thing. It's so hard. It's like the hardest. Yeah. It's so hard. It's like I just do so everything. Hard. But one of the lessons that I've learned is, you know, you have to duplicate yourself as hard as it can be. You know, I talk about growing out of your seat. Well, I'm not going to grow out of my seat unless I have someone that I can, you know, fill it with. And so I had a mistake that we made in the beginning was thinking we could do it all on our own and not bringing in the right people and um, not sharing our resources and not collaborating. And so we have learned that that's what we have to do. We have to surround ourselves with people um, that know more than we do so we can grow. And then we need to make sure that we're sharing that with our team and providing them the opportunities to grow as well. And so I don't always see that in the corporate world or where I was, you know, you have this ladder that you can climb and you know where you want to go and it's very competitive and, um, you know, can, can be hard at times. And although this can be, it's, I feel like it's more collaborative in the service world because we need more people in the trades in all fronts. And so why compete so much? Let's come together and collaborate more so we can grow together and and not be fighting each other. So coming from corporate to being a service entrepreneur has um, definitely been a shift for me, but I'm very, very lucky to do it beside my husband, Joey. He's a huge reason. I, he is the reason why I'm here today. And, you know, just really lucky to be on the same page with him and have, you know, do this together. It's really important to us to be able to do that. And I'm just so thankful that he, I mean, he truly is the visionary. He's the tornado and I pick up the pieces and make it all happen. <laughs> um, he truly is you know, a huge part of this and why I'm sitting here today and able to talk to you. So that that's, that's really, big. that is really cool. And by the way, you sound like you've also got a bit of tornado energy in there. Maybe not as chaotic, maybe like uh, what would be another weather, major weather event, but one that organizes I, I can't think of an example right now. Uh, we'll Being around him, like I'm telling you, he's he's a force, and so he um, he has us all, you know, hyped up all the time. He's definitely, I'm definitely the like goal driven, and I'm always talking about the goals and what we're going to achieve. And he's very much the mindset part of it. He's like, he'll get your mindset right and and get you geared up. So it's a good it's a good balance. So I have a few more questions for you. You have a very cool recruiting tool at your disposal. And I always love when folks podcast as well. So tell me about the Rogers radio podcast. 
I wanted to start a podcast for years and couldn't figure out how I was going to do that. Did it need to be separate from Rogers? You know, what, what it needed to be. Finally, our website company, Rival Digital, um, they were meeting with us on our website and what we were going to accomplish with that, which is really awesome. And I mentioned the podcast because they have a podcast too. And they said, oh, well, we can help you with that if you want us to help you. And I said, wow, because one of the things that was holding me back is it's all the editing and how do I get it on all the platforms and how do I do all of this? And so they said they were going to help with all of it. I said, no problem. I will make sure I get this set up and we will make this happen. It has been such an amazing experience more than I ever thought it could be. It's definitely part of our marketing strategy at Rogers and our recruitment strategy because I bring people on from the community, leaders in our community. I bring them on. I get to know their story. I want to know how they got to where they are, um, what their struggles have been, what their wins have been. And um, it has helped so much to get the word out about Rogers. And I'm not even on there talking about Rogers, but having them on there and learning their story has been so wonderful. And it's been amazing to give back to the community in that way and have others know the successes of these people. And then I have team members on. And I I just wanted to, you know, we had people on our team that wanted to be on the podcast. I wanted to get to know them better. So I said, okay, let's start coming on. Little did I know that we would have people calling the office or submitting resumes saying, I listened to your podcast when you were interviewing this team member. I'd love a spot on the team. And then they just started coming in more and the amount of people that say, hey, I listen to the podcast and um, come up to me and say they want to join our team from listening to other team members talk about their experience here has been so amazing. And it's one of the you know things that happened um, from the podcast that I never knew would, but am thrilled about. So I really highly recommend uh, people start a podcast, even if you think you don't know what you're doing, just do it and be consistent with it. And it, it's so beneficial. I a hundred percent agree. You know, podcasts, it's a, it's a big undertaking, right? But it can yeah. be such a great way to network with people. And how cool is it now that you have these personal relationships with business leaders in your area? Right. Like maybe their it's personal amazing. unit breaks and they're like, oh crap, we need a new, you know, like a new HVAC system. Oh, what about Alyssa? It, it's kind of like a no brainer, you know? And yes. I love that you highlight your employees on there as well. I think that's awesome. It's so much fun. I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things that, um, like I said, I always wanted to do, and I'm just so happy to be able to do it. you know, under the Rogers umbrella. So cool. I got my final question for you, Alyssa. Thank you so much for your time and for your energy today. You are certainly energizing me today. I've got a couple of busy days ahead of me, but I am ready to take on those challenges. Thanks to you. You know that I love to end the show with icebreaker questions. So I'm trying out some new ones this season. And I found one I think would be a good fit for you, which is what would you like to be known or remembered for? I want to be known as the hype woman. I want to be known as providing opportunities to people they never knew existed and always cheering them on and letting them know that there are opportunities out there that, you know, they can achieve, they can grow into anything they want to grow into. I always say my most exciting thing about running a company is 
providing raises and promotions because um, I just, I love to provide those opportunities to individuals because they've worked so hard for it and they deserve it when we give them. And I've seen the growth, you know, when I see our team in action and there, I remember them from when they started with no experience. I remember the day they walked in and didn't even, you know, some of our CSRs didn't even know how to answer the phone and to where they are today and the way they're answering the phone and how they're taking care of our customers is just so fulfilling to me. And I just always cheer them on. And when I hear them get off the phone and they had a great call, it's like, let's go. That was a great call. I loved it. And I love cheering people on. And I always think about, you know, when, when we give raises or promotions or, you know, we're hyping people up, like, what is that? I wish I could hear that first call when they leave the office you know, to their family member, to their husband, their wife, their mom, their dad, whoever it may be, you know, like, what is that first call? We just changed their life. And, um, you know, it's just, I always wish I could hear that. And, and I just, you know, I'm not only thinking about them, but I'm thinking about their families and how it impacted them and in a positive way and how we can continue doing that. So I want to be the hype woman. Let's, let's go. Let's get these, let's crush these goals. We got this. Oh my gosh. I love that. And if you want to, if you want to come, if you want to come fly out to Los Angeles every morning and just start my day like that with me, uh, that would be, that would be fantastic, Alyssa. So if you could do that, that would, that would be great. Hey, I do it with my daughter every morning. We have like our positive affirmations. And so, I mean, we can do it right now. Do you want to be hyped up? Let's do what we do every morning. I would love to be hyped up. Hype me up. Yes, please. Hype me up right now. Okay. All right. So repeat after me. I am great. I am great. I am strong. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. Let's go. I, I do that with my that. daughter. I love that, Alyssa. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today on Toolbox for the Trades. Uh, this was an awesome interview, certainly one that I'm going to remember. And I can't wait to see where you guys at Rogers are a year from now. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Are you a power user of Service Titan? Join the Torch Network, our exclusive community of top users. Network with peers, influence our software's direction, and participate in reference opportunities with prospects. Enjoy exclusive benefits, such as special content and events, discounted Service Titan event tickets, and brand exposure. Click the link in our show notes to join the Torch Network today and take your service titan experience to the next level.